Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Blank Explained to You. Uh, my name is Wes Allen. I'll be one of your hosts, and here I have the next to me. I'm Drew Hadley. I'll be the other host. All right. Awesome. Um, today, we're going to be uh, talking about first dates, um, which I have been on many first dates, I assure <laughs> you. I'm kidding. Um, I'm actually... I've not been. So, um, just a little bit about the podcast. Um, each week, or... Each week we'll be doing a um, different topic, um, so if you have any suggestions, feel free to leave them in the comments or just let us know, and we'll uh, do our best to research a little bit and um, talk about it. Um, I, I think um, the general thing of this podcast is we're not experts in anything, <laughs> and I mean, we're nothing, some nothing whatsoever. young people who know a, a general knowledge on a lot of things, but... No expertise, really. So we kind of want to get into random topics. Some of them are helpful life things, you know, like how to apply to college or what happens when you get in an accident. How do you do insurance? You know, just like really simple, helpful things. Um, if you give us topics and we don't know, we do plan to like research a little bit, but nothing extensive. Um, and that's kind of just what this podcast is. And we'll be sure to maybe have a few guests on here and there of just people we know. We know a lot of people and, you know, they know a lot of things. So just people we know who might... Uh, have a idea about what we're talking about. Um, but that being said, we'll just dive right in to first dates. Um, I I guess I'll start off with the story of my first date with my now wife. Thankfully, um, this goes back to oh, what is this twenty? Oh, I think it's twenty eighteen. When she so so what happened was my my now wife thankfully um, had texted me. On some random day, I think it was November, and she texted me, like, hey, like, I have feelings for you. I really like you. And I told her, well, I don't feel the same. <laughs> Which I'm sure you remember, Drew. I think we talked about it the next day. And we were, I think the main thing was uh, we were good friends with, with Kaylee, who's my wife now. Um, and we were all good friends with her, and, and we were like, of all people, why the heck does she like Wes? I think I laughed so hard I cried when Wes <laughs> told me that Kaylee had a crush on him because it was so unexpected. No offense. Oh, of course. None. <laughs> I'm sure none taken, but it was definitely an interesting experience. I was like, what? why me? You know, I'm I'm just old Wes. And she was, <laughs> felt so like mature and smart compared to me. Um, but that being said, we... You know, nothing went from there because I told her I didn't feel the same. Um, and then I think it was January of 2019. Then I I texted her. I was like, "Hey, uh, so about that whole liking thing." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I actually uh, do like you, and I, I feel the same. I'd love to, you know, see where this goes. So she said, "Sweet, I think that we should meet up and talk about this at some point." So I said, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." Um, and we went to so. so a couple weeks went by, there's a big snowstorm, so we couldn't go, and blah, blah, blah. But she ended up driving to my house. She lived about 30 minutes from me. Um, and she drove to my house. She picked me up. Um, and we went back to um, town, Lima. And we got <laughs> we got food. Uh, we got some Mexican food. And I remember it was so bad, because I just did not know what to say at all. And it was really awkward and everything. Um, we, we talked a little bit about it. We were like, hey, so should we should we date? And I was like, well... I don't know if I can. <laughs> I was pretty young at the time. Um, and so it was really kind of awkward experience. But we were like, you know what? Cool. We like each other. That's good enough for now. Um, and I also remember that I did not pay for dinner, <laughs> uh, which I would not suggest to do. But I was very broke and I had no money at all. Um, so that, it, it was weird because it felt like a disaster kind of. But I think that it was for the best because here I am and we're married. Um. 
I, I think if there's a general do's and don'ts, you know, get us on track of what to do. Yeah. I think that the the best thing to do on a first date, unless it's a little bit old fashioned, but if I think that you should pay for dinner, you should do your best to pay. Um, it's for the first date. I think that you know from there on out, it doesn't. I am spot. I am speaking to the gentlemen out there on this one, but I I think that it's old fashioned. But I think it just goes a long way. Um, to kind of show that maturity of, you know, I I just want to pay for you, and I want to just on this thing, I, you know what I mean. I, I think that shows a little maturity, and and um, people like that. So I would suggest that do not do what I did, and definitely pay um on your first date there. Um, I I don't know if do you remember that uh situation at all from from your perspective of when I went to date. I don't know if there's anything on your side that you would have told me to do differently. Um. On that note, you mentioned, like, I think, yeah, definitely pay. But if you're the person who's asking someone out, I think your expectation should be to pay. Mm. That is probably more typically a guy asking out a girl. Sure. Socially. But I think if you ask someone on a date, you should expect to pay. And, you know, be nice and not, like, pushy about it, not rude. Some people are very uncomfortable with that idea right. for reasons, you know, and that's okay. Um, but just don't don't ask someone out and then expect them to take you to dinner. That's a little silly. So, however that goes. Um, I, I don't remember your first date. <laughs> That's I, fine. Do I you... thought I was there and I was, you know. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Do yeah. you have any stories from your life that might just, you know, just get us in the mood of, of dates and all that jazz? Um, My first date with my girlfriend actually went really well. Surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> um, we went to a pretty nice restaurant, and then um, we were – she talked – so we – my girlfriend and I had been friends for five or so years before we started dating. Very long time. Um, so I knew a lot of things that were, like, personable and, like, specific to what she would want to do on a first date. Um, so I tried to pick some of those. Um, she really wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And we didn't have one near us, so we went to Dave and Buster's. Oh, I think all Chuck E. Cheese might be closed now. I don't know. I haven't seen one in a very long time. I don't know, but if not, like, there's probably some pretty creepy, the, creepy dude in a Chuck E. Cheese. In a Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. You can find a Chuck E. Cheese guy somewhere, but it might not be in a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it may be in an alley where you do not want to find a guy in a Chuck E. Cheese outfit. You just find an old Chuck E. Cheese costume in a Goodwill. Ooh, I might take this. Oh, that's funny. So. We went to Dave and Buster's and uh, P.F. No, um, it wasn't P.F. Chang's. It was Italian, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the Italian. Oh man, Bravo! Went to Bravo, and it was good. Um, there were some things like, I think we definitely felt weird and took it very casually, comparative to like well, how I, you'd expect a date I, to go. I think the interesting thing about that day in particular was how good of friends you guys were going right. up into it, and exactly. I think that had a big, big part to play in it. Like. She went to the bathroom for something, and later was like, "Oh, so this is the part of the date where I pretend to go to the bathroom and I leave now." You know, and like <laughs> right. being able, being comfortable to say that with someone was not something you expect. If I was on a first date with someone I hadn't met, right, <laughs> I would sit there like really nervous and kind of you know like that's just a much more uncomfortable joke. Yes. It's a little bold, um, but things like that. So very opposite, untraditional first dates, I guess for us. Like, um, I guess I seemed fairly prepared and fairly comfortable in that because mm. just how long we were friends and being 20. Yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that one. Yeah, you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. So That's about a year ago, those yeah. things um, kind of change that when you're, you know, 15 or whatever. Right. And so there's a lot of differences, but I think that they kind of go in both sides of that spectrum of what do you want to do and what do you not want to do. Mm. Um, I think big things are just no off the bat things you should not talk about on a first date. Right. Which do you have suggestions of things that are probably <laughs> best to, you know, not necessarily talk about on that first date? I think they're pretty obvious, but I'd hope so. But I can't. I'm learning in life that right. you cannot count on people to always know the very obvious. 100%. Um, if you are not in our situation where you're good friends with this person before and you just met, let's say, hey, you're my friend from... You're my friend's friend. Sure. Blind and date. It, We're just going to go completely off a of blind yep, date. How yep. should you act on a blind date? Sure. I think that works. Because the standards will change based on how well you know a person, what you're comfortable with, mm. with each other, and things like that, right? Mm. Um, like, family trauma. Do not. Whatever you do, I'm do like, not. Hey, yeah. Thank you so much for picking me up. I'm glad you took me out to eat. <laughs> my dad would never. <laughs> he left me in the car when he went to the bar. <laughs> Right. Hey, can you not stop for milk on the way home? Or it's like, yeah, I'm so glad you didn't run over the raccoon. My dad hit my dog with you. Know, don't don't bring stay up away. Those yeah, Your that's family. that's a uh, couple months in conversation for sure. And sure, if you want to make jokes that are you know, I guess um, coping for trauma, sometimes go for it. I mean, I I think the best way to deal with some things is humor, but that's definitely. Any any type of family dynamic should not be explained on a first date unless it's very like simple. Yeah, like general, like oh, Probably I have what a... you'd like tell your boss, right? You like oh, I got mean? two siblings, and sure, yeah. A, yeah. a lot of conversations, I think, like if you wouldn't tell your boss this, you probably shouldn't say it on the first date. I think people go into first dates a lot of times thinking that there should be a lot more. I, I feel like a first date is it should just be like a very general sort of like, you know get to know you type of thing not necessarily a very deep like we gotta connect really well because right. it's our first day like i think it's okay to kind of take it slow and like have your first day just be like hey you know i'm wes and and just get to know him a little bit like oh you you know what do you do for work what do you, all these things that are kind of simple and you might not think are necessarily great first date things but i think that a first date can like you know take your time you know yeah. I, I don't know i don't think it needs to be some very big heavy hitting like we gotta talk we gotta make sure are we compatible now we gotta know right now because if we're not then we gotta end it you know right it's okay to to know that in a couple weeks or in a couple months you know yeah i think your main goal of a first date should be have enough fun to do it again yeah and that's it it's a very simple task you're not trying to find your life partner on day one you're going to hang out with someone you you know maybe find attractive Mm -hmm. you enjoy hanging out with you somewhat no maybe you don't on blind dates you just you don't um, it's just saying, was this fun enough to do again or not? Okay, great. And that's where you go from there. Right. And then you keep talking. If you go on another date, like those things are good. And if you don't, then you met with someone, you got dinner, you left. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, that's a fun experience it, in its own sometimes. Right. Cause I think a lot of times there's a lot of pressure on first days to be so, you know, big and, and everything that, that it takes the fun out of it. If it doesn't go anywhere, it's kind of like, well, that sucks. You know, I right. had such a big experience. I was so vulnerable and it, I think it's okay to be like, you know, seen as more of, I'm going to go hang out with this person and as kind of as, I won't say as friends because it's a date, but you know, it doesn't have to be something so big. I think, I think it's more enjoyable if you're not so nervous about it. Right. You know, I guess it leads to our next point. How do you like prepare and be less nervous for, for our first, yeah. yeah, for a first date? Um, that is an excellent question because I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so bad at controlling my nerves. 
which is weird because I'm usually pretty calm, I feel like. Yeah. But things like that, I feel like I do such a bad job at being calm and, and prepared and things. Um, But you have more recently than I've been on a first date. Yeah. Um. So I don't that you did. On a note, go back. <laughs> go back. Okay, back a little bit. Backtrack a few <laughs> One seconds. One thing I've noticed in just talking with you, it's a little off topic, but just when you get in a situation where you're uncomfortable and you're nervous, you act like every joke you told is inappropriate and you're so <laughs> uncomfortable with what you just said. It's so funny. <laughs> I just like it's like you told your mom like the dirtiest joke you know and you're like it was kind of funny. It was funny, but, but I like I'm not uncomfortable that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even mean. So, yeah. Um no, I think it's tricky. I guess I'll refer back to my blind date. I was set up on yes because that was a little more a little different than yeah sure um being nervous i guess so wait wait i guess for the viewers you were very re- not very recently but you were set up on a blind date right yes um like so a year ago. right yeah. and that was before you were dating your yes. current girlfriend and everything so you actually in the situation that we're talking about and we're on yes. a blind date that it was like a friend of a friend and yeah. they said hey i think you guys might get along and and so you went out and obviously you were nervous Right. So I think the first thing I did was, I mean, there's a couple things that can't help. Going to a place you're familiar with will help a lot. Mm. Um, that is something that's like, hey, even right now being in this building, I'm like, oh, I've been here. I'm a lot more relaxed. Right. Um, if I said I'm driving an hour to go to a larger city and do something, you're going to be already more comfortable. So finding a place that is Home to you, and also we'll probably bring up stories if you want to talk about something like, mm. oh, I did this, and you know that Taco Bell. Don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Do not don't go to Taco Bell on your first day. <laughs> I will recommend you, that. <laughs> you can talk about, oh, you know, when I was here, not other relationships. Don't talk about that. Um, but just say, oh, this one time me and my friend were here, and we mm. did this. Like this is where right. I just, grew it brings up. Like, up things that you mm. are comfortable with. It just brings an environment of calmness. Um, I think the other thing is, don't make it too big. It is a first date. You're going to hang out a little bit. Mm. If you just, I mean, it was a coffee date. We went to Starbucks and got coffee. We talked for four and a half hours. And like, that's, that's a very long, that is very, very long which, first date. Which I guess and then, for you is good. You talk, you can talk sure, to anyone. Sure. So I think that's good. And but. it was like a very comfortable kind of. Right. Conversation. Um, But it, it was very casual. And I knew exactly what I wanted. I'm not going to this dinner and this first date knowing what's coming out of this i have no idea right and it turned out this person's super cool i didn't really see myself dating them right and we talked for a long time we would right. be best friends we there wasn't much of a romantic chemistry there right so that's perfectly fine and if you're setting this date up so high that it can't be fine to just be casual mm. you're going to be uncomfortable with it there's going to be so much pressure to say man i spent a hundred dollars on dinner and I'm in love with this person. I'm planning our wedding. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think being casual, being comfortable with what you're doing. Also, just like dress up to something you feel good in. You know, yeah, don't throw sure. on a tux or anything. But like, do your hair a little bit. You know, wear a nice shirt, button up shirt, roll up your sleeves if you want. Like dress, whatever. Dress you know. to impress. Dress to impress. Even 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 to impress yourself. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Is is just right. even setting that standard of, you know, um, I, if I always wear a hoodie and, and joggers, you know. Um, just setting that standard of, I, you know, I'm gonna put on my, you know, my nice, my button down and, and my, yeah. and my nice pair of, even if it's a nice pair of jeans, you know what I mean? If, if you feel, I think a little bit, 
if you feel like, oh, this is a little bit different, and it yeah. also helps set the standard a little bit of, you know, this is a little bit different than just right. just doing nothing. Um, but, you know, I think you always said not like a tuxedo or anything crazy because, right. you know, it is just a first date. It doesn't need to be anything uh, super, you know, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a lot of the basics. Be comfortable with what you're doing. Set reasonable expectations. Be excited. Mm. It's perfectly fine to be like, hey, I'm going on this date. I'm really excited. I don't know what's going to happen. And that that's great. Tell your friends, you know. Um, that should be all the obvious things. What is your secret to love? Secret? Whoa. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Do not. Maybe like, don't what ask. Are, yeah. What are some things like that's all the obvious steps. If you're doing these wrong, you're having bad first dates. Yeah. I don't imagine you'll get to a lot of second dates doing those things wrong. Right. Yeah. But what's something to do right that might be missed? A little bit more than your, yeah. yeah. I mean, just what's, to. What's the Wes Allen secret? The Wes Allen secret. Well, obviously, I did do something right because I got a wedding band on. How many times can I say I'm married? How many times can I, somebody start a counter. How many, how many times will I mention throughout this entire podcast? Every episode that I'm married, I'm, I'm proud of it, and I'm happy. Hey, guys, I'm married, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think it's interesting. So I think that what you said, you know, just being comfortable, just keeping yourself comfortable is so important. Um, I think um, casual is a good thing for a first egg. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, I think another thing would be just coming in prepared. Um, so like how you were saying with, with, uh, your girlfriend is, you know, you kind of knew in your head, we're going to do this, 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 don't just go in and say, Oh, we're gonna, maybe we'll watch a movie and maybe we'll eat dinner somewhere. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I think it shows a lot. If you show up and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I think this should fall on the person, like you said earlier, um, who kind of asked out the person, you know? So if I asked somebody out, I should be the one to say, you know, we're going to go eat here. We're going to watch this movie. Over and go to this, you know, roller skating place, whatever it is. Um, I think the person that, um, the person that asked, or the initiator should be the one to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it shows a lot of maturity when you can go in and say that we're gonna do this. And I want you to do this with me, and, and things like that, and being confident in your decisions. I think yeah. it's a really big thing that people maybe aren't don't know they're drawn to, but I think subconsciously it just For shows sure. a lot of how. Even if you aren't a super confident person, I think it shows a lot that you can, you know, make those decisions and just, in a very simple way, you know, take take lead and take charge. And I think that shows a lot. I think it, it also shows that you're important. Mm-hmm. If I said, okay, we have the chance to hang out and do something, I'm going to take the time I have with you to plan yeah. and do something. That shows a lot. If you showed up to get in the car, like, where do you want to go? That's a weird first date. Right. Right. And I'm like, you haven't thought about this all day. You remember to pick me up at seven. And that's, and yeah. that's it. That's yeah. all you did was, hey, you, I guess we'll go hang out. You're seven. not trying very hard. Yeah. So having a plan and having a backup plan is a very good idea. If you go bowling and it's full, you don't want to stand there for an hour. And wait, yeah. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Know what's open. Have at least one other plan. Mm-hmm. You know, know the hours of the things you're going to. Just set in your GPS. Like, just know these things. Have a plan. It's not It's not super complicated. And it's so easy just, you know, even Man. the day before to sit down and go, I got 15 minutes. I'm just going to sure. go eat here. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yeah. And I would say, like, you should always shoot for, unless it's a blind date or, like, a very quick date, you know, yeah. like, right. You should know what that person likes a mm. little bit. 
to say, maybe I'm guessing. You yeah. know, you said you like Chinese food. You'll probably like P.F. Chang's. Sure. Right. That's a good guess. Yeah. But if you, if I don't know that you hate Chinese food, I probably should before I ask you out. In in the cases you can, you know. Sure. Um, an educated guess will go a long way. And if it's really that bad, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, right. There's only so much you can do and know before a first date. And then I guess on that note as well, just be calm, cool, and collected when things go wrong. Because if your first date doesn't have at least some minor things going wrong, you're, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> Is it you're, really you're, a first You're date? a miracle. Right, yeah. Teach me your ways. You know, there's a lot of things that will just kind of go wrong. Be cool about it. Have a backup plan if you can. Mm -hmm. Be okay with changing to that. Um, you know, your excitement should be being with the other person, not necessarily what you're doing. And just give it a shot. So Right. And I think that there's – at first it's weird because I think that um, there's kind of a – I don't know what the word is, but I I think that I'm kind of losing my train of train of thought there. Actually, <laughs> the train has left left the station. But first dates are weird. I I just think there's a oh they're kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to say something, but I just can't it, think of what I'm trying to say. It also falls in if you're not a little bit nervous, if you're not a little bit uncomfortable, you probably don't care enough about this date. Yeah, you know, it's okay to be nervous. Yes, you can do things to try to help. You can you know, but. Just, just laugh about it. Yeah, and I, I, sorry, I think it's okay too, um, for things to go wrong, especially when you make decisions. Like, if if I really like a certain thing, um, take, you know, let's say a certain movie, for example, or a franchise. You know, if I I love Star Wars, okay, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna plan my date. Let's go. We're gonna go eat at this uh, P.F. Chang's, and then we're gonna go see the new Star Wars movie. Um. And my date goes, oh, I hate Star Wars, you know, and I everything about it. It's it, that's okay. Leave them. <laughs> Leave them. You never date someone who doesn't like Star Wars. Uh, probably come from the two people that know the least amount about Star Wars that I know. <laughs> I know nothing. Um, but Luke Skywalker, you know, there we go. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I, I think that it's okay if to be like, okay, you know what? I made a decision. This is something I really care about, and maybe the person I'm with has to not has to, but like. If the person I'm with is going to hate my favorite thing, maybe we shouldn't be together. And that's what a first date is, kind of. It's kind of vetting your your people to be, you know, um, we tried this, and, and I made a decision on what I wanted, and you didn't like it. That's okay. You know, we're just, maybe we're not compatible. Maybe we're not going to work out. And, and that's, I think, part of what first dates are is just, you know, figuring out if you're going to survive or you should be together or not. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it most definitely, it seems unreasonable at first to be like wow you're really going to not date a person because they don't have the same interest but some things if they're that important to you don't break your heart later you know right i mean i don't think if, if someone says I, i've never seen your favorite movie that you should just you know right give up yeah break up with them or they just you know drop them off right, whatever right. it is um but i think if there's things you're genuinely interested in and they show no kind of even reciprocation of that if they let you talk about it you know some of those things are important if i want to talk about hockey and someone just will not listen ever in the long run i'm going to be pretty sad about that right you know is it worth you know break it up with my girlfriend out no but if it's something on a first date someone's not a very good listener on things that are important to you 
Right. You know, just think about it. Yeah. And I think that, obviously, the Star Wars thing isn't it? Some, right. It's not like, uh, you know, if they don't like your movie, don't date them. But I think it's right. like you were saying, is that, you know, are there signs of things that are to come? You know what I mean? Yeah. Of and, and I think that puts a little pressure on first dates of like, oh, you have to perform, you have to be perfect because they're going to judge you. you right. know, don't go crazy and judge a person. But if they're just not like, um, you know, what's the word? Reciprocating? Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> well, you said it earlier. I don't know what I did. it was. I didn't know if I was right. I just went with it. You know, <laughs> I think it is. If you right call word. me out for being wrong, <laughs> no one, Dude, no one. You think would I know have... anything about words? I was like, no. can, can you spell the definition, so, please? <laughs> what's the definition of reciprocate, please? Um, you know, I, I think that if they don't reciprocate some of the things that you, I don't, I don't know what I'm exactly trying to say, but you know, I just think it's kind of what we've talked about in the past couple of minutes of just that. You know, there's just things that happen, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I have one more thing to say. Favorites and red flags. I think, okay. um, I think another thing is, this is trailing way back to it that I had earlier. But when you ask someone on a date, we talked about knowing the food places they like and things like that. If you can, um, to the best of your ability, like have some idea of what they like and they don't like if they absolutely hate something don't go there um along with that know some of their interests try to know like what they're up to at least the best you can Mm. right you again not this is the ideal world where you see this person often you're getting to know them you know you see them a couple times a week you're like oh how was your week what to do things to talk about people love to talk about themselves no matter what yeah if if you have nothing else, if you don't want silence, ask about their week, you know? And if they give you like, oh, it was good, it was fine, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. They might not be rude. Like, if you ask me what I did yesterday, I have no idea. Right. So maybe ask like, in your free time, what do you like to do? You know, things that are just about that person. Because first, you get to know about them. That's the point of a date. It's really mm-hmm. fun. Like, feeling like you're connected with someone because you relate on things, you know things about them, you form jokes with that. Like, there's a lot of good things to know about people. But it also helps them feel less uncomfortable with that situation. Um, so if you can say like, "Hey, I know you mentioned before um, that you really enjoy Broadway shows. Yeah. What What's your favorite show you've been to? You know, right. something like that. Um, just really being intentional about listening hmm. and remembering things they've said. People hate to repeat themselves, and they love to talk about themselves. Those are two very important things, especially in first dates. If you don't remember anything they've ever said and they don't get to talk about themselves, they're not going to have a lot of fun. They just repeat things they feel like they've already said. Right. So. And I think I think what you're saying, it shows a lot of, you know, active listening and just remembering those things, I think shows a lot about your character and, and what you know and just how much you care. And what I have found helpful for me um, in continuing conversations, and, and I would say that a lot of people probably wouldn't say that I am, but I think I am a little bit more introverted sometimes i know crazy but i have a hard, very hard time i think where it comes to I, I love my friends i can talk to my friends for hours but i think that with strangers i have a very hard time connecting and just talking about things and i think that um people are surprised by that i know it's crazy but i i just have a very hard time talking to people i don't know and especially if they you know aren't leading the conversation but what i have found to be very useful um is relatability so if drew tells me 
um, hey, I love Broadway shows. Then my relatability to that is, oh my gosh, I've actually just saw <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Do something that I go, yo, what a freak. <laughs> you need to leave. I would never date a Broadway show person. <laughs> would have got your show twos on or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if Drew says, you know, I, oh, I love Broadway shows. Um, you know, and my relatability is, oh my gosh, really, I just saw a come from away last week, you know, and then that, that kind of brings the conversation even to something more simple. I've done the thing of somebody told me one time that they're from Portland and oh, oh my gosh, my brother lives in Portland, you know, and I think just even something small can be, can just help the conversation move forward. I think that's very big because, you know, obviously not every time I'm not going to, you know, maybe I don't like Broadway shows and you said you like Broadway shows, whatever, but even if something you can relate to of like, I love Broadway shows. Oh, my mom majored in theater, you know, yeah. and I think that just brings relatability of, you told me something about yourself, and now I'm also sharing you with something about myself. Right. And I think the best way to get people to open up is to open up yourself. Sure. So I found that to be the best, especially with relationships. Um, when I open up about myself and then more vulnerable, I find the person I'm with, even friendships, tend to be more vulnerable For sure. as well. And I will say, be careful of that because partially you're going to be nervous. You're not going to be very aware of how conversation flows. Sometimes if you're talking too much or not, always just try to know if you are, if you feel like you are, you know. What do you mean? If you feel like you're talking way too much, try to know you are and ask more questions. Right. And people grossly underestimate how much they talk. Right. Like they do a lot of studies on it where they'll have the person talk 25% of the time and then the other person 75, you know, they try to keep conversation going. And then everyone estimates their rate of half. When they're talking 25% more than the other person, they think it's 50-50. You know, they Mm. grossly, and are my numbers a little off? Yes, I'm recalling this from Right, that's true. But the the genuine fact is people underestimate how much they're talking, and people are very annoyed when they don't get to talk. Yeah. So do both. Um, The two biggest, like, general things you can talk about for people are sports and media. I mean, relatability. Not everyone's from Portland, you know. Right. I said, that's a great one to find. Like, oh, my brother's there. I want right. to visit, whatever. Right. But um, if you can talk about sports or media, just know a little bit. I mean, you can ask questions about it if you don't know. Hey, this person loves basketball. I don't I don't know anything about basketball. Mm. I know, you know, a two-pointer, three-pointer. You know, <laughs> I know free throws. Um, it's embarrassing. But when I have friends who do, I can ask them, oh, who do you like? what player you know and if if they really love basketball to tell me about point averages and whatever and right. i'll pretend to know pretend to care <laughs> no <laughs> he pretends to care <laughs> so sports are great and then if the person doesn't like sports which not everyone does that's fine movies or music is good mm-hmm. and somebody i would say everyone probably likes at least a little bit one of the three you can't not like movies, music, and sports. Right. You have to like something. You or, or books. Right. Throw that fourth one in there. You just covered 98% of the population with four things. Right. So know enough about a little bit to talk to anyone. Mm. That's all it is. So it, what's their favorite book? What was the plot of it? You know, what was the worst movie they've ever seen? Mm. What is their favorite sports team? Have they ever been to a game? Those are like five questions that are very easy to get to gauge someone's level of interest in something very quickly. Mm. I was like, you know, what's your favorite book? Right. I'm asking you. Oh, sorry. My favorite book is uh, Lord of the Rings by Tara. And now I can know he's a nerd and I'm no, leaving. No. Right, I would uh, <laughs> Actually, you, Star Wars? Homeschool? <laughs> <laughs> what a chance. Um, 
Yes, right, right, right. Don't roast your dates if possible, <laughs> but don't lead by Drew's example. And don't Whatever be boring do. either. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I was Holmes and... <laughs> oh, I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Not. Um, so, right, right, right. I think that... Right, I think just... You can talk to anyone about you know, any of those four things. I think that's a yeah. good thing, because just, just, you know, you ask and you ask and you ask. I love, I love that, because... People want to talk about themselves and just asking about, especially when you find something they're interested about. You know, if I don't like sports, you keep asking about sports. Right. You know what I mean? It's just going to be like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I've seen the Penguins play once. Like, why do you keep asking about this? But if I find that you like books, I can ask, what's your favorite book? Why is that your favorite book? You know, what? why is that genre your favorite? Why is this author your favorite? All these things. And and then that, that builds that conversation. Even, I think it can open up into more deeper and. And more just fruitful connections, you know, from from then. I think that's a good way to kind of a good idea to bring up to have conversation, you know, on a date. Because that's such a hard part about first dates is how do I have a conversation with someone I don't know? Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are scared right. about, you know. So if you don't have an experience in your first date of like going to the uh, bowling, whatever it is, if you're just going out to dinner or something or a coffee date, it's so hard to say. Well, I'm just going to talk to this person, even though I. I have a hard time talking to people, yeah. you know? So I think it's good to have that. Uh, and that's four things. That's pretty right. easy. Sports, movies, books, or music. Right. Yeah. Or coffee if they're really a nerd. <laughs> oh, I like my uh, poured over coffee, please. <laughs> Only? Dude, give me some Folgers and I'm good. If they're uh, gluten-free, lactose intolerant, leave. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't date anybody with any sort of allergy, anything. If they like anything nerdy, if they nah. Um, if they have celiacs, it's their personality leave. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do have celiacs, and it is actually my personality, so I'm out of here. I'm surprised we made it, what, I'm 33 <laughs> 30 minutes, minutes without him telling <laughs> Well, I am married, I actually. celiacs, yes. <laughs> I can actually eat there. Can I use salad? If you know anyone with celiacs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but It makes you moody. <laughs> do we want... Jeez. This is, this is true. If I eat celiac, I throw up, and then I'm moody, so that is... If I eat celiac, what am I saying? If I eat gluten, therefore I'm sick, therefore I'm moody. Plato's sixth rule of logic. I don't know. <laughs> um, so do we want to hit on red flags real fast? Yes. Um, I think that red flags are obviously up to you. You know, there's not some set of red flags unless the yeah. person you're with is like a murderer. You know, uh, leave. Yeah. But I think red flags are pretty. Now, I think that's usually true, but I. I don't think that's always true. Okay, why is that? What do you mean? Um, sometimes people will take things as red flags because I'll, I don't want to say standards are too high, but sometimes they are. Yeah. Right? If your expectations are through the roof and it's like, hey, this person um, didn't, I don't know, um, open the door for me. Right. If that's something you would like, you can say that later. That's not right. like a huge red flag. Yeah. It's not like, hey, this needs to end now. Take me home, right? Yes, some people really want that. Some people don't. Either way, that's not a red flag if it's an adaptable behavior. It's an expectation that wasn't communicated. Yeah. Right? If this person talks over you, interrupts you, like hates, I don't know, specific people for no reason, you know, like I hate my teacher and all <laughs> they do is complain about like hating their teacher, you know, there's things that are probably more objective red flags, but try to gauge is it a subjective behavior that isn't explained or is it like a core personality or belief yeah yeah because because i think that like small behaviors like what you said they didn't open the door or they didn't you know 
it's small things like that I think are things that okay, that, I'm not gonna end my date off of this yeah um, but I think you're right the big the things that like if you can tell something about their personality through the way yeah. they're talking or acting and that's a um, something that you consider a red flag or something you're not comfortable with I think that is okay to be like oh that's a that's a big red flag and right I shouldn't date this person it's okay to you know have those sort of prerequisites of what you find like if my partner someone is someone that hates religion and I'm religious well we probably shouldn't be together, you know? Right. And I think that's a big thing of, like, it's okay to have some things that don't have a checklist of, like, oh, they, that, and then they're, they're handsome, they're tall, they're short, whatever it is, you know? They're, they're tall and they're short. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's okay to have that sort of in your mind of, you know, I, I want someone who's, let's say, they're religious. I want someone who is, um, or I, I think even, I take away the want, I think that sometimes it's a need of, like, I need someone who's religious because I'm religious. Or I need somebody that is... Kind making a million dollars a day. <laughs> I need somebody I'm who and is six feet tall. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there are some things that are like more of a, I would say, a need, which is weird to say. But I think in a relationship, it is sometimes a need of like, this is something that I need in my life, and I can't be with someone who isn't this. And I think saying that like objectively is like, oh, they're not, they don't have the right color hair, or they're too short. All these things are like, okay, that's not a need. It doesn't matter. Um, but I think personality and beliefs are a big thing that sometimes are a need versus just a want right no for sure uh, yeah red flags are you know subjective but i think having i guess like your values align at right. least to some degree is probably the most important thing again what's adaptable and what's not isn't very important um but if you notice trends like i guess excessive complaining on a first date is kind of right. a red flag for me some people don't care but like if you complain about the waiter and your teacher and your mom and your right you know, your dog and whatever like that's all you did i didn't have any fun yeah that's a red flag for me right so you know and that is something i would say is a need because for a relationship to work for me past the first date that's a need yeah i need this to happen or this won't work right you now and it doesn't mean my life won't go on if this date is bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. It means this relationship will not work. I need this to happen or I'm not willing to. So, um, I, I think something on that um, is that be willing also to be adaptable yourself. Most definitely. Because if I have such standards for somebody of like, this is this, but I'm not willing to like do something and re- like do anything myself, I think that's just unfair and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you're the problem on the first date and not the person sure. you're with, which is a very possible thing. I think it's okay to be open to change for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Don't obviously don't change yourself for somebody like completely. Say, you know, but, but like honestly, don't change right away. Values and interests right away. Right. You know, don't be like, oh, this person um, thinks that adoption is bad. I think adoption is bad now because it's immoral. Right. That's a weird thing to think. Like, yeah. Don't change that. If that right. But have an open mind towards interests have good conversations like I, I think people get stuck on don't let anyone change you in your relationship and that's fair sometimes but if you're stuck up and stubborn it's you're not, not going to have very good luck dating and yeah. if you are you are toxic and people <laughs> accept that. you are toxic <laughs> whatever you say people have you know impossible standards and then refuse to take be different kind yeah. of responsibility so people are toxic nowadays so to kind of um bring it all together i think that um for your first date 
uh, be sure to be cool and casual. Um, I think that just understanding that, you know, this doesn't have to be the greatest thing ever. It's not going to be the best state I've ever been in my entire life. It doesn't have to be some insane, uh, we went skydiving, you know. <laughs> I just think it's something that, you know, understand that this is a first date. you got to get to know this person, um, for all, you know, and, and be, be willing to, you know, um, and take the leap and, and get to know somebody. And, and it's going to be awkward, 100%. Um, be sure to talk, ask a lot of questions, um, get to know them. I think that's the most important thing about a first date is trying to get to know the person you're with, you know. And just understand them and, and, and what they're doing. Have a plan. Yeah. Always have a plan for what you're going to do. And, and just even if it's something so simple as we're going to go out to this restaurant and then we're going to go home, you know. I think just having that knowledge of this is what we're going to do, it's cool. Um, I think that just goes so far to kind of show you maturity. Um, and yeah, I think just, uh, you know, I don't know anything else to add on yeah, some of those bullet points. Have good conversations. I mean, mm. and that's tricky, but maybe if you know, hey, I'm bad at conversations, have things in your head you want to talk about. And good. then listen, because typically people will tell you something when you ask them a question and then you can listen to what they say and say something else. Right. To response to what they yes. said to you, and then they say something back to you. <laughs> you say something back to them. And that's how conversation goes. Yes, but yeah, I think listening is a big one because it shows a lot of just that you care and you're not like distracted and thinking about something else. You know, if you tell me that you like this movie and then we're talking for a few minutes, and then I can remember you like this movie and bring that back up. Yeah, it shows that I care and I'm listening and I'm fully invested in this uh, yeah. conversation. Last, like, really big thing: stay off your phone. Stay off your phone. Tell your friend, I'm going on a date, whatever. Tell your right. mom, tell your whoever. I would never, just okay. never be on your phone but, when you're doing anything you know, with someone. You know, keep it on you. That's fine. You know, be safe, be smart, whatever. Yeah. But there's no need to check it. I mean, you'll be all right. So I think that's a huge red flag on first dates. 100%. I think that if they're not willing to kind of be there with you and just give up on their phone and... Like, you're, you're never yeah. going to be more interested in a person than you are on your first date. Yeah. You're not like, man... I want to get to know you more than you do on a first date. That should be the time where you are really like fully invested, you know, either saying I want to know you or I don't. And if yeah. I'm on my phone, I don't want to yeah. get to know and you. That That's not going to change later. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put your phone down. Yeah. I would suggest that even outside of first dates and so much stuff. Just oh, put your phone sure. down. You do not need to have your phone out. Boomer. Boomer. I'm a baby boomer. I'm married. So that checks out. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah, please subscribe. Uh, follow us on subscribe. Subscribe. Channel? Give us a like. Give us What's one like, on? please. Uh, it should be on YouTube, on? Uh, Spotify, everywhere you find podcasts. Um, so give us a follow, a subs- subscription, um, and we. You have something to say? Nope. Cool. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, guys.